Welcome to Foolish Episode something. 37? Uh, uh, I don't know. I can check. Eh, it doesn't matter. Late 30s. Late 30s. Almost 40. Almost 40. It's almost... Uh, actually, that doesn't mean anything, really. It no. just means your sports career is probably over. Yep. Chuck, we're 30. Uh, we are officially 30 years old. So that means that we're probably not going to go pro. We still have time to go pro. We pro still what? have time to be like a miracle athlete if we decided to start training now. Like there was that NFL quarterback that got drafted at like 31. Mm-hmm. Brandon Whedon, I think his name was. He wasn't 31, though. He was like 28. Okay, that's still pretty old. <laughs> still pretty old. I think if you, let's say, I were you were to have all the gifts of... Um, well, first, what sport would you pick to go pro in? Uh, pro wrestling. Sport. <laughs> um oh god uh probably like probably baseball baseball right because those guys can play till like till like 40 yeah or basketball would be good too definitely not football football my career would already be over pretty much and it's too dangerous yeah it's way too dangerous not Which, that you can't get hurt in baseball and basketball but the injuries they are they're less frequent certainly right um and they can be bad. We saw, of course, what happened with Gordon Hayward, where his yeah, legs snapped terrible. in half. But in football, it's like every you have a chance to really ruin everything, every mm-hmm. single play of the game, which is just uh, it's terrible to watch. It's really bad. Um, I think I'd go basketball. Baseball will be fun, too. But basketball, you're much co- no, more known nationally. Yeah, basketball is a much more glamorous sport. It's cooler. It's, it's, there's less games. Yeah, that's the tough part about baseball. It's I just also, 162 fucking games. And with baseball, it's, uh, five, it's five hours of baseball every day. The only reason I said baseball is just because of the physical toll, I feel like, is the least in baseball. So let me see if this changes uh, your answer. If I were to give you all the gifts of the best player in baseball now, Mike Trout, say. Sure. If I said I'm gonna magic wand, uh, excuse the beep, magic wand <laughs> and um, make you as good as Mike Trout right now. Yeah, but you're not gonna look any different. You're gonna look like you. If okay. you want to get in like actual looky good shape, you'd have to put some work into it. That would be incredible, like a fat dude like <laughs> me just running as fast as Mike Trout. <laughs> yeah, but that would actually be that, great. That, I kind of want to be that. So let's say that scenario happened. Okay, so right now, this minute, you're as good at baseball as Mike Trout. Sweet. One, how do you prove it? <laughs> <laughs> Two, how do you get on a baseball team? So I feel, oh, that's a great question. How do you, like, say right now. You this know- almost sounds like you've thought of this scenario before. I have not. But let's say right now you have all the powers of my trout. Okay. What do you do? I feel like I'd have to, like, wander on to some baseball thing that's happening. Either some college. Like single game, A. Like, either single A or some college thing. And just, like, crush a couple, just get into some scenario where I can swing at a baseball and crush it and make people be like, whoa, what the hell? How, how do you do that? Or, like, just run onto the field and make a cat. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Which, and then get arrested, probably. I don't know. Right. There's, there's going to be some scenario where you got to make them notice me. I feel like it would be, like, oh, fans taking at bat or something So like does that, that change the, well, the sport, though? Does that change the sport? Yeah. No. Like so, oh, because yeah, no, basketball it's a lot easier to get noticed because there are those street there, ball. There's games. YouTube. Yep. There's also with basketball, if you can just hit shots from fifty feet away, 
yeah. all the time. Some G League, it's the G League now, it's not the D League anymore. Is it really the G League? The Gatorade League. Oh, God, yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, some assistant coach would be like, oh, this guy might be really good. That's true. I think I would pick the NBA, but now that I'm thinking about it in this way, and I promise I didn't think about this before, I think it might be golf. Well, yeah, you make a shit ton of money with golf. And I think also the barrier to entry, you just go to a country club right. and put up the best score the country club has ever seen. Yep. And like, I, I did that. But someone's going to be like, oh, then you just enter tournaments and you get in. There's no, like... Um, That's true. There's no team. There's no franchises in golf. It's just the the open is an amateur open, right? Right. And you just have to be good enough to get in. Huh. Yeah, it might be golf then. Then once, but then you're in fucking golf. <laughs> Which is completely unglamorous unless you just win a bunch of tournaments in a row. And then it's you're with golf players. Yeah, and you got to be all, all like, polite and shit. And it's all like stuffy white conservative assholes in golf. <laughs> right? It is. It it it's a terrible game. Like to It's a it's terrible, just a terrible game to watch. Like I don't mind watching golf. I just mean in terms of like demeanor, like there's no flash to it at all. Yeah. Oh, certainly. Um, and to be a part of, you mean like to be a part of the Masters is very but like when a player makes a long putt and they do like the the fist bump, it's like or the, or the the fist thing, yeah. or, and I'm it's like oh wow he really let loose there wow <laughs> bent his elbow oh my god a lot of Jim Nance interaction if you're a golf player oh god you really Jim get... Nance is just yeah he's no Tim Pants that's for sure it's <laughs> <laughs> a good reference. <laughs> Can I change topics? Yeah, let's switch topics on that one. Um, sure. Are we getting away from sports entirely? Uh, no, we're going to be coming back for, for something for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a quest that I'm going to be starting, <laughs> which exciting. which is not started off very well, but we'll get into that. But I do want to talk about something. Chuck, I just want to... It's going to bring it down a little bit. All right. But I just want to see your opinion on this. There's little things in the world that just kind of bug me a little bit. Sure. And so... Um, earlier this week, I had no power in my house. Um, I actually had to take two days off of work. We had a windstorm. Yeah, we had a brutal storm. Like half of the state lost power. Yeah. I lost it for like two days. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those two days, I was just kind of like wandering around and... Yeah, what'd you do? I, I went to like, I went to like Best Buy and just hung out in there for like two hours and went to like Starbucks and just hung out there to like charge my devices and stuff like that. Okay. But I also went to Stop and Shop to pick up some lunch one of those days. And Stop and Shop has bathrooms. Um, well, Stop and Shop is just a grocery store, by the way. Yep. Um, and most of the time, a, a bathroom in a grocery store is not going to be much to talk about. Yeah, they're always kind of hidden, too. Yeah, they're always hidden, and it's usually just, you know, blank walls and a couple stalls. Did you see the naked guy again? I did not see naked Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he's still in Pennsylvania, just sure. being naked. Yep. <laughs> Until he's called upon to save the townspeople. I travel from rest up to rest up, and I get naked in each of them. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't, I'm didn't. i so glad I didn't hear his voice, either. Because then that would just be stuck in my head. Anyway, sure. I can still see him. Uh, I'm closing my eyes. And, yep, I can see him. All right. Anyway, moving on. So, this bathroom, they actually tried to spruce it up a little bit. Okay. Oh. They had a couple of uh, pictures on the wall. Like, it was a nice blue, like, kind of teal wall. Sure. And they had a couple pictures on it, and they were very, like, basic pictures. They're just, like, think of the most basic, like, p- small painting that you can like get. A, like a hotel painting? Yes. Like, it was just... Like a tree. It was It was exactly that. It was just trees, but they weren't, like, realistic trees. It was just these kind of, like, abstract trees with, mm-hmm. like, these red leaves. And I was like, oh, this is nice. But then all of a sudden, I looked at the picture again, 
and someone just wrote fuck you on the picture <laughs> to the tree <laughs> just on the whole picture just like oh just wrote fuck you that's not very nice and i got mad <laughs> i was like i was just i was just annoyed like well, what is it about uh, bathrooms especially it's only it's only bathrooms right because of the privacy i'm assuming but some people are just in bathrooms and they're like yeah let's just it's ba- fuck this up it's bathrooms and the internet yeah those are the two places yep, where people have the same attitudes about what they can say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it really is. And just like, I, I don't know, like, what does writing fuck you on that picture accomplish? Absolutely nothing. So it, it would be... Like, what's the mentality? What do you think the mentality is? If it's a kid, so it's the, it would be fascinating to know who did it. And it's not right. this, but I really hoped it was like a guy who's 65 years old. <laughs> Who's like in a button-down shirt and slacks? <laughs> wow! And he's just angry at the world. That would be impressive, actually. It's the same mentality, I think, as inter- as trolls, right? Internet trolls—people who do who log in anonymously to Twitter and YouTube and just just to say mean things. Yeah, about it's a certain stuff. feeling of safety. I hate it. It's cowardice. And people use their safety to to be terrible. Yeah, that's their goal—just to spread "fuck you" to them. Yeah. Can you pass me one of those squeezy things. Yeah, you wanna. You want to explain what squeezy things? Uh, squeezy things for water. We're drinking some sparkling we're, we're water. We're flavoring up some water here. Uh, this episode of Foolish, the podcast, which we did welcome to. Yeah, we did welcome. Uh, uh, I immediately welcomed. <laughs> I didn't waste any time. This episode is brought to you by SodaStream uh, sparkling water machines and crystal light liquid. Bill, I've got a berry sangria and I've got a blueberry raspberry. I'll take the sangria. The berry sangria. Get drunk going, on squeezies. I don't think there's any alcohol in this. No, I'm certain there isn't. Yeah, these things are pretty good. You put the little you, you go with you go with a healthy squeeze there. Sorry, I don't know what the amount is supposed to be. I always just give it a little a little. F- so yours almost looks like fruit punch, where mine is more uh, transparent. This is riveting radio. <laughs> I'll cut whatever out. I want people to hear the fizz. Anyway, sure. So that was your stop and shop bathroom segue. Yeah, I just just a. Uh... I don't know, I saw that and I was just like, the world is a terrible, terrible place. I don't know why that was the trigger. I was like, just a man without power, just wandering around. It, I, I'm usually in the shelter of my home. So what did you, did you, what, when you were at home, did you just read? I was, so I, I was at Starbucks charging my devices and so. For how long? Like, a couple hours. Okay. I got a couple, of, like, frappuccinos and just. Just hung out. Just hung out. They didn't care, actually. I Did thought, you tell them why you were there for so long doing nothing? Uh, I made conversation one of those days, yeah. Yeah. I was just like, I have no power. Sorry. I'm here to charge my stuff. Yeah. They were cool about it? Yeah. Did you have, like, uh, water pressure at your house? Yes. That's good. Yeah, so I could I could use, yeah. Like the shower and stuff? Yeah, it was a cold shower, but... Oh, no heat. Yeah, no Ooh, heat. Terrible. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. We didn't lose power. Lucky you. We've been powerful. You got the power. All right. Anyway, Chuck. Uh, so you didn't read any books while your power was out? I watched Game of Thrones. But uh, I did buy a book, though. What book did you while buy? While I was at Target. Um, I don't know if I would even call this a book. I would call this uh, just a manual on life, Chuck, <laughs> is what I would call this. I bought the, uh, the TB12 method. The TB12 method? What's that? That is a book by uh, one of our people. Um, t- <laughs> Tom Brady. Not our people. Is he our people? No. No, he's better than us. Um, and he's uh, 
Do we even like Tom Brady? <laughs> so he's the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots. Yes, who was a team we still have difficulty rooting for, but do root for just because it's you can't shed it. Um, do we like Tom Brady? So, so I think a lot of Patriots fans just like blindly like the people. I don't like Tom Brady as a person. Yeah, no, I don't. He's either. Really, really good at throwing footballs, <laughs> which is the only part of him that I like. As a dude, he seems like a bozo. Yep. He seems vapid and dumb and without any real principles of anything other than throw football good. And the cover of this, other than throw football good. That's no. To, that's how he has it in his brain. And the cover of the book is just... It's just a big picture of his pretty face. He's very handsome. He's got the stupid hole in his chin. <laughs> it's a little too close, Chuck. It's, it's, it's really close. Why I think that might that be life size, though. That might be life size to his head. Oh my god, no. No yeah. way. Hold on. No, this is going to be the, ep- the the image for the episode. Hold that up to your head. Just like, can you make it lower? Yeah, I think that's about the size of his actual head. That might be this, a two-scale Brady size, Brady image. Because look, that's about the same size as your face. Oh wow, it might be. So I think that's the actual size of Tom That was Brady's the thought they had? We want this to be life-size. I think so. Good lord. All right. So yeah, the TB12 method is... Yeah, I guess how much background do we want to go into this? I think a lot. Yeah. So Tom Brady is 40 years old. Yes. And he's still a pretty good quarterback. And he's... For the past, like, what, seven or eight years, we have said, oh, Brady has like two or three good years left. And then two or three good years later, we say the exact same thing. It's been very impressive, actually. Uh, Some would say, I think he, right now, due to injury, he's the best quarterback in the league. Right. Because it's usually Rodgers, but he's the best athlete at the hardest position in all of sports. Yeah, Um, there's only been a couple quarterbacks that have even played past 40, never mind be productive. Like, mm -hmm. there's, like, three that I can think of. Like, Warren Moon, Brett Favre, and... That's um, kind of the list. Vinny Testaverde was a little productive after 40. Yeah, but not to the level of Tom Brady's No, no, none of them to the level of Tom Brady. So, it... People look at him and kind of marvel at, like, this fountain of youth that he seems to have. Mm-hmm. And I believe Tom Brady turned that around and said, hey, let's, uh, let's try to make some money off this thing. And so it's it's a guy, Tom Brady, it's probably started five or six years ago where he started doing this, talking about, oh, I have this very this specific diet and lifestyle and exercise regimen, which allows me to be at my physically fittest. It's definitely not steroids, guys. Guys, it's not steroids. It's not HGH. I'm not on steroids. I eat food. Not steroids. <laughs> I think that's what this the point of this book is. <laughs> really? Th- come on. <laughs> I think it's just to make a whole bunch of money and selling TB12 merchandise. It's that too. But let's take this at face value and not be cynical about it. The name of the book is The TB12 Method. How to Achieve a Lifetime of Sustained sustained Peak Performance. That's a tough thing to say. Let's try it again. It Take is. two. The TB12 Method. How to Achieve a Lifetime of Sustained Peak Performance. Bill, 220 reviews on Amazon. How many stars does it have? I'm guessing most of the people that bought them are Patriots fans, so I'm guessing probably it's at, like, low fours. It's a, it's a rock-solid four right now. Four. Four okay. to five stars, 220 reviews, fourteen ninety nine on Kindle. Oh. 30 bucks if you buy the hardcover, which I guess is what I you did. I paid 20 at Target for the hardcover. <laughs> it's 296 pages. <laughs> yeah. There are uh, seven chapters? No, there's more than that. I probably should pull this up. Uh, 
the way this book is described, it is the first book by New England Patriots quarterback Tom Brady, the five-time Super Bowl champion who is still reaching unimaginable heights of excellence at 40 years old. A gorgeously illustrated and deeply practical athlete's Bible that reveals Brady's revolutionary approach to sustained peak performance for athletes of all kinds and all ages. First of all, Bible. bullshit. Bible. <laughs> is it deeply practical? Is anything about this method practical? No. What is this method, Bill? So the method basically focuses on three things. Mm-hmm. Pliability. Pliability. Which, which he will say eight million times in this book. What's pliability? I think having stretchy muscles. Okay. <laughs> Your muscles are really, like, stretchy. He, I think he could, at one point compares his muscles to, like, a tenderloin to where, like, sure. if, um, if Giselle and the kids were hungry and they were trapped, they could obviously just cut something off him off. And it would be, and it'd be like a filet mignon. So instead of big, bulky muscles, it's more bendy, stretchy muscles yes. that can flex and move and stuff with more Yeah, ladies, there are plenty of pictures of him shirtless in this. <laughs> and he has... And, and fellows. And, and yes, and some men. Um, yeah, there's many pictures of him shirtless, and yes, he does not really have any sort of uh, muscular stuff. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't really have much tone. He's just like a skinny kind of uh, twiggy gangly dude so why did you buy this book bill well as much as i don't like tom brady mm-hmm. i'm 30 now i'm yep. i'm facing my mortality sure <laughs> and uh i just want to i'm on a quest to be be tom brady you're on a quest to become tom brady i want to become tom brady i don't want to be as douchey as him but i want to be physically i want to be tom brady okay uh i'm seven inches shorter than him <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know how I, I think resistance bands work on that. I think if I do enough resistance bands, so you want to okay, so we'll get you taller. <laughs> that's not going to happen. We'll get you leaner. So the leaning thing, the leaner thing could happen. That's ultimately you're trying to get in better shape, right? Yes. And uh, I've tried everything else, and it doesn't work, or I don't stick with it. So I figure this might be a way I could stick with it. So it's going to be the not the TB12 method, the T-Bill 12 experiment. T-Bill 12. <laughs> T-Bill, yeah. The T-Bill 12 experiment? Sure. And uh, the only way that to, to make this experiment viable is to start with a baseline. Yep. And measure how Tom Brady you are now <laughs> and how Tom Brady you are in, I don't know, two months. Yeah, I, I think, I'll, I think we'll, I'll do like weekly updates. Like, I think I'll do some episodes that are, uh, you know, really, really just short updates that you sure. guys can look forward to about how People more Tom Brady. I, forward to it. How more breath. Tom Brady I feel like. <laughs> hey. How more Tom Brady are you? <laughs> yeah. Right now, you're zero Tom Brady. I'm pretty zero Tom Brady. Uh, and you want to be 100 Tom Brady. Yes. Right now, we're at zero? Probably zero. I think you're higher than zero Tom Brady. I, like, I, you can stand I, and walk I think I'm stuff. like 4.2 Tom Brady. 4.2 Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, now, to measure your Tom Brady, which is the number I think the <laughs> units we're going to go with, it's yep. just singular Tom Brady. It's not Tom Brady-ness. It's... You have 4.2 Tom Brady. Our units of measurement are Tom Brady. <laughs> you are 4.2 Tom Brady. <laughs> um, That's so stupid. To measure your Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, RTB. You're going to have to... Now, you choose... I won't say whether you should or shouldn't. Uh, if you want to reveal your weight on the show, I think, is a good... Not on the show, but that's one measurement, right? Yep. Like maybe like your body mass index or whatever to where you want to be. Um, yeah, I don't mind revealing it. I, I think I have to reveal it because part of the uh, part of becoming more TB is 
drinking a crap ton of water. Yep. And part of the TB12 method is that you have to drink half your weight in, in water. I am Per day. Every day. In ounces. Every day. Not half your weight. Half your weight in ounces. Half your weight in... Sorry, yes. <laughs> so if you weigh 100 pounds... That would be pounds, a lot of water. <laughs> if you weigh 100 pounds, you would drink 50 ounces of water per day. Yeah, so I weigh 242. Mm-hmm. Half of that is one... Bill, let me do some quick math here. Okay. 242 Let's divided by 2. 2 into 2 is 1. 1 times 2. 0, bring the 4 down. Uh-huh. 2 into 4 is 2. 2 times 2 is 4. Bring the 4. Wait, what the hell are you doing? I'm doing long division. <laughs> two, it's 100 and... Just, Bill, Bill, it's just about 120 ounces. Yes, it is, which... Is I believe close to a gallon. Just about. It's just about a gallon. Uh, I also realized I don't remember how to do long division. <laughs> no, I was gonna say <laughs> it sounded really arduous for you. Um, so that's a shit ton of water. It's 120. Let's call it 120 ounces. Uh, and if you do that in eight ounce glasses of water, eight into 120 is how many glasses of water a day? That is 15. 15 glasses of water a day. That's yep. a lot. But if you do bigger glasses, maybe 10-ounce glasses, you can do 12 glasses of water a day, which is achievable. I have a job to do. Like, I have to... I, I can't work if I'm peeing all the time. That's going to be interesting. you're peeing all the time. We'll see. What if you just bang... If you do, like, chug two in the morning and chug two at night right before bed? That's, that's four a day. Yeah. So now you only have to drink eight for the rest of the day. And that's just... If you do two at breakfast, two at lunch, two at dinner, that's six. Tom Brady actually does chug a bunch of water in the morning. He says in this that he immediately wakes up mm-hmm. and drinks a bunch of water with his Tom Brady electrolytes, of course. Bill, what's a Tom Brady electrolyte? Oh my god, Jesus Christ. It's apparently essential minerals that you lose throughout the day. So it's in a squeezy thing, not this uh, crystal light squeezy thing that we've been having. Yep, one thing I want to get out there immediately Okay, is that uh, I skimmed this book, and I, I think you've read it too. And we've all read we've read the Tom Brady interviews uh, and his trainer interviews. How what percentage of this book is um, bullshit? Is uh, let's say gobbledygook. Gobbledygook. Okay, I would say a solid like sixty to seventy percent of this is, is just gobbledygook nonsense. Gobbledygook nonsense. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try to keep an open mind because mm-hmm. I've really got nothing to lose. It's like a lot of it is the pseudoscience bullcrap. Like his trainer, uh, Alex Guerrero. Um, is full of shit. Oh, he... This he, guy claims he can cure cancer and cure concussions and uh, all this is... Un- the concussion one's the most egregious to me because he released a, wa- a water... <laughs> yes. ...that he said would help prevent concussions. Which is dangerous. Yes, which is not true. It's, like It's, it's like, objectively false. It's concussions... Like, do, you know what concussions are, right? It's the brain... I think it's a French dessert. It, it is. It is. <laughs> So you get a bunch of French desserts. Um, no, a concussion is the brain hitting the skull mm-hmm. because of like some sort of whiplash yeah. effect or something like that. He says his water creates more fluid that will prevent it from hitting the side of the yeah, skull. It's, it's nonsense <laughs> and it's false and it's dangerous. It's like telling people this is going to cure. It's it's yeah. That's what it is. It's 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 snake oil. It's that's correct. So if you go into the book knowing that sixty percent is gobbledygook, but the diet stuff is pretty on point. It's basically eat a lot of vegetables, drink a lot of water. <laughs> I was going to say. So <laughs> the part of it that's not gobbledygook is the most like obvious bullshit that like if you just look on the internet and put how to lose weight, they're going to tell you drink lots of water, eat lots of Drink vegetables. lots of water, eat lots of fruits and vegetables, don't eat garbage food and exercise. Don't eat processed food and exercise. Yeah. yeah. That's essentially what this book is telling me. <laughs> so but Bill, but Tom Brady told me 
and we're going to get you to be Tom Brady. And I got to be Tom Brady. <laughs> right now, you're 4.2 Tom Brady. I'm 4.2 Tom Brady. So to get you to 100 Tom Brady, you're going to drink 12 glasses of water a day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to try to lose some weight. And also, Bill, I think a, a pretty big part of Tom Brady <laughs> is throwing footballs. Yeah. So to get you to Tom Brady, to get you to 100 Tom Brady, or at least, let's say, Bill, I'm level with you here. Yeah. I don't think you're ever going to be 100 Tom Brady. I think a nice goal would be like 45 Tom Brady. 45 Tom Brady? I think 45 Tom Brady is a nice goal to hit. I need to get like a Tom Brady scale. Like I need to step on a scale <laughs> and it tell me how Tom Brady I am. You know when like a school does a fundraiser to do a trip to nationals? Yeah. They do one of those the, thermometers. The thermometers? <laughs> I think we get a cardboard cut on Tom Brady and slowly fill it with... <laughs> or just your head as the indicator and it goes... Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Um, so th- other than your uh, weight and diet, I think the, how you're feeling is probably part of it. Yeah, that's uh, the thing I want to improve the most, of, actually. Isn't a big part of Tom Brady, uh, becoming Brady method, uh, sleep and, and stuff, like recovery? Isn't mm-hmm. he big on you got to sleep 75 hours a day yep, and, he and says rest through, in through sonic sleep. space bubbles? And Yeah, you need to rest your brain. Um, no, chapter 9 is called <laughs> Brain Training, Rest, and Recovery. So you're going to become smarter. That's also becoming part of Tom Brady. <laughs> I don't know if that's the brain training, but... Yeah. Are you going to get the Tom Brady brain training phone app? Which I imagine is just it's like, like twenty bucks. Oh God, is it? It must cost something, right? I'm sure it does if it exists. But there's those those brain games that I think debunked a luminosity. Luminosity. Yeah, I have one of those, those actually. Well, it's probably the same thing, right? It's like count the pigeons and which way they're going. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you gonna do any of that? Sh- sure. I actually have one of those games. I do use one of those games, so. That might increase my Tom Brady. I think it might increase your Tom Brady a little we bit. We might have to go like five point four Tom Brady. You're going to go up from 4.2 to 5.4 Tom Brady? I don't know. How Tom Brady do you think that improves me if I'm already doing the brain training piece? If you're already doing... That's one chapter out of 10. So that's 10%. Although I'm not... Maybe it's... Part of it is rest and recovery as well. So I might have to improve that. So I think it's only like 3.3 Tom Brady. So plus 4.2, plus. So we're going 7.5 Tom Brady? 7.5 Tom Brady. (laughs) It's not percent Tom Brady. It's just seven point five Tom Brady. <laughs> I just wrote Tom Brady. Tom Brady <laughs> instead of seven point five Tom Brady. <laughs> so uh, what I've been trying to get to, <laughs> we keep getting thrown off the rails. Is sorry. Go ahead. Part of part of getting up to forty five Tom Brady is being able to throw a football. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a chapter on here, but yeah. Because that's what Tom Brady does. That's what he's really good at. That's yeah. the only thing he's ever proven to be good at. That's the most Tom Brady. Tom Brady is is throwing a football. Yeah. So we we'll, we what we did was to create a baseline. We went out and threw some footballs. We did from using a, a, a rudimentarily marked yardage lines yeah. at ten, fifteen, and twenty yards to measure throwing percentage. And I would stand in one spot at uh, 10, 15, and 20 yards, and you would throw me the ball uh, 20 times at each spot to measure completion percentage. Right. Bill, how'd we do? <laughs> not, not well at all. <laughs> that was one of the most embarrassing uh, things I've had in a while. I was I was very embarrassed and frustrated. Uh, it It is difficult um, throwing. You were very, football. very good at it, actually. 
no. You're, you're at least like 10 Tom Brady. I was I was better at it than you were, but that is because over the past couple of years, it's something I, like, Christian and I would throw toss footballs around a bunch. Or me and Matt, like, instead of throwing Frisbees, I like throwing footballs. So it's something I've done a lot okay. recreationally, mm-hmm. um, but I'm still not good, <laughs> good at it. All right. Um, you had a spiral on it? You had some power behind it? It's something to not be, to, it's... It is. Uh, I don't want to say your feeling is ridiculous because it's it's a true feeling. It's but it's silly to be embarrassed about not being good at throwing a football. It's something you're not expected to be good at doing. Something you've never done before. Right. Uh, well, you have a basketball hoop. Yeah. Uh, next to your, it's a it's a full. Uh, it's a basketball. It's like court. a mini basketball court. Yeah. And it's a full regulation court. Uh, I am terrible <laughs> at shooting. Right. I think what was I ten percent over fifty shots. Yeah, from, from the free from, throw from line. One out of, so it takes me one of every ten I'm going to shoot, which is horrible. There are <laughs> eighth graders that are much better than that. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed by it. It's just something I've never okay. practiced before. I'm not good at. So that you're not good at it, I don't think is embarrassing. It's just a thing you're not good at doing. Yeah, it's all it's all mental. It's, and maybe I have to improve that to be more Tom Brady. That's right. Um, so do we want to go by completion percentage? Yeah, let's just do completion percentage. So at 10 yards, what was your completion percentage? Um, I think it was 75, right? It was 75% because you were 15 of 20. Yeah. Hey, 75% completion percentage. Yeah, that went pretty well. That's great. That was pretty good. Bill, how'd you do at 15 yards? Uh, not good. 25. <laughs> 25%. So, you know, that's an area to improve. Yep. That's what we'd call this as an opportunity to more Tom Brady. <laughs> yep. Bill, how'd we do at 20 yards? <laughs> Uh, abysmal. Uh, my percentage was the same amount of completions, which was zero. You were zero the whole time? Zero the whole time. You didn't get one. All right, so it's zero percent. No, we got one. There was one you wanted to give me, but it was like super low. Okay. I didn't give myself it. If you want to give me it, that's fine. I'm going to give you one out of 20. All right, so I'm, I'm, I got 5%. We're 5% at 20 yards, which is, uh, Bill, it's not very Tom Brady. No, it's not Tom Brady. But if we can bump 20 up to even 20%. Yeah, sure. And bump 15 up to 50? Yeah. I think that's worth like 10 Tom Brady. <laughs> I would agree. Not Tom Brady points. <laughs> no, not Tom Brady <laughs> points. Brady I think that's worth 10 Tom Brady. Yeah. So that'll get you right up to the baseline because you're at 7.5 Tom Brady. That'll get you up to 17.5 Tom Brady, Pretty which is good. only 22.5 Tom Brady away from 40 Tom Brady. Yeah. Good math. <laughs> you're much better at math when you do it with Tom Brady. Well, of course. It's everything, Bill. <laughs> that's the Tom Brady 12 method. That's what TB12 stands for, right? Tom Brady 12? Yes. Tom Brady 12. What do you think it stands for? No, it's just dumb now that I say it out loud. TB12 means Tom Brady 12. The Tom Brady 12 method. Yeah, I guess so. It's It's not great. TB12 is okay. It it rolls off the tongue a little better. Right. Until you look at the logo. Yeah, the logo is pretty bad. It's terrible. I hate logos in general that are just like two letter. So yeah, it's it's the letters TB and then the numbers one and two and it's like one odd amoeba. (laughs) But the T and the B... Merge together so that the the perpendicular of the T is the first line of the B. Right. It's just this it's, is so hard to explain. It's a bad logo. Just look at the logo. <laughs> I think I can. That's a bit pretty pretty bad drawing there. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the T the T Bill Twelve experiment begins today. It does. How? When are you going to start in earnest on the eating portion of it? Because I think that's the hardest part. Probably start tomorrow. Start with the water tomorrow? Yeah, start with the water and start with the, uh, yeah, trying to eat some better food. All right. I'm not buying the Tom Brady merchandise. Because I, I, I do feel like we should mention this. The electrolytes. 
So little, the, the little squeezy things are, um, if you've seen, they're pretty popular now. They come in like energy drinks. And they're basically little plastic packages that you squeeze into glasses of water to add flavoring or like Gatorade stuff to them. Always so makes top- me think of Idiocracy. Sure. Um, I've never seen it. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's good funny. movie. All right. Um, so you squeeze it into a thing of water, and the little crystal light ones, which I have here, I bought off of Amazon for I think a dollar fifty each. Right. Maybe they were three dollars, but they were very inexpensive. Three of them cost me like seven bucks. How much are the Tom Brady electrolytes, which are the same? About the same size. You get twenty glasses out of each one, right? Yep. So twenty servings per Tom Brady electrolyte package. You're, you're paying the low, low price of fifteen dollars. <laughs> That is 75 cents for every glass of water. That is so ridiculously... That's a lot of, it's, that's, that's a lot of money. So, he's going to make a billion dollars off of oh this crap. God. He's going to make so much money off he's of this He's so crap. lucky that he that he is this in shape at 40. Well, how much of it is just that he hasn't gotten hit funny? Like, I mean, towards ACL? Like, like, he certainly did. It's like how so much of him being healthy is not this bullshit. It's just that... Uh, the Jim Kelly thing never happened to him. You know? The, the, uh, a guy never hit him in the shoulder funny like. His arm never broke in half when he was falling down weird. It's like football is so much random injury. Right. That he's just, uh, lucky. Like, yeah. you can exercise and work out all you want when a 375 pound defensive tackle lands on top of a 350 pound offensive lineman and they land on top of your leg. It breaks. It's like there's nothing. Not if there's pliability. <laughs> if there's pliability, your your ligaments stretch. Sure. And your muscles stretch and cushion the bone. So he wasn't pliable when he was thirty, is what he's saying. I guess. So what about the first ten years of his career? Was pliable then, though? No. No. <laughs> he was less Tom Brady than he is now. He over the years, his Tom Brady has increased. Not steroids, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no artificial drugs. The only thing I might give merit to the idea that he's not doing performance enhancing drugs is that he does seem to be religious about what goes into his body, and he might be so crazy about no chemicals that he doesn't put any drugs in. He also like, doesn't do he doesn't like any. Like... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. He also doesn't do like any weight training. Yeah, everything he does is like resistance bands. I bet like he doesn't even take like aspirin. Yeah, you might not. Because, like, there's stuff in this book where he thinks, he's one of the people who thinks fluoride is bad. I bet his kids don't take vaccines. Right. Uh, you're the, the worst. <laughs> so, so I'm going to do a weekly episode mm-hmm. saying how Tom Brady I feel. Yep. Um, How the things have been going. Yep. Because <laughs> I'm sure this, this is going to be really hard. This is a significant commitment. This is going to be really hard. What happens after three weeks if you stop? If I stop? Yeah. So you want there to be like some sort of penalty if I stop? No, but just you're not. It's not going to be a. It's a. It's a risk. It's a. It's a. Oh, I think I'll just record an episode saying, "Guys, I I'm not Tom Brady." Sure. Oh, but I don't want to think about that, Chuck. Okay. Okay. Hey. But right now we're starting. That's not what Tom Brady would do. That's right. We're trying. We're right now. You are seven point five, Tom Brady. Yep. And we'll see where you are in a week. <laughs> Break. <laughs> Chuck, what is this podcast not brought to us by? Uh, this podcast is not brought to us by Harry's Razor Blades. Ooh. Harry's Razor Blades. Every Harry's Razor Blade is made in the Razor Blade factory by Harry's. By Harry's? It's just people named Harry just make these razor blades. Yeah, that's what they are. It's all Harry's. Okay. It's, well, it's either their first name is Harry or their last name is Harry. I've never met anyone, like, so Dirty Harry would be. <laughs> Dirty Harry? <laughs> that's the only person I can think of. <laughs> well, there's also a clean Harry. 
There's a medium Harry. There's a stinky Harry. All the seven dwarfs, there's a, there's a sleepy Harry, a dopey Harry, a smelly Harry. Every adjective. Sure. Is there a different Harry? Then there's also Harry... Ballsack. <laughs> <laughs> and Ballsack, sure. Uh, <laughs> and they all make razor blades. Yep. And then I think what they do, if I'm not mistaken, if you go to harrys.com... Backslash foolish. Backslash foolish or forward slash foolish. Yep. Uh, you'll get what they call a 404 error. And yep. that's, you're going to get 404 razor blades thrown at you Ooh. by Harry's. That's quite the penalty. Yeah. They're packaged. Oh, okay. So you know, they're razor blades. Okay. So dodge them real good. So guys, lots of free razor blades coming your way. If you can dodge them good enough. <laughs> if, if not, you're going to get not only the closest shave of your life, the last shave of your life. <laughs> not a close shave. This is brought to you by Harry's. Not brought to you by Harry's. Please don't sue us. Let's hit that theme. Now's the part of the show where Bill and Chuck will tell you their Free-finding Could be places or people with mutant faces Free-finding They're not great, but they are not things that we hate there Free-finding And no more, there won't be six or five or four Just Free-finding Hey, if you like relationships or one night flings, here's some other stuff. It's three fine things. Three fine things. That was a good theme song. It uh, was. It's pretty who good. Wants to, who wants to go first? Um, who went first last time? I, I think uh, I went first last time. You go first. Okay, so I wrote this down. I keep I keep track of. Uh, Actually, that's not true. I went first last. Uh, you went first last time. Well, I'm already. I already started. Bill. All right, go. I'm ramping up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up and say the thing. I, I, I keep a like a list of fine things on my phone as I think of them. Right. I wrote this down as I was falling asleep. Oh, this should be good. And uh, I, I remember writing something down. I don't remember writing it down, but it's there. And I remember <laughs> when I did it. I don't know why I wrote it down or necessarily what it means, but I guess it's fine. But here we go. Um, my <laughs> first fine thing <laughs> is that baseball players wear baseball hats. What? <laughs> That's your fine thing? <laughs> so wait a minute. So you were falling asleep yep. and you were like I, I just picture you like waking up like, oh my god, baseball players with baseball hats. Oh I gotta document this before I forget. That makes no sense. Well, I can't I'm gonna try to make sense of this. Good luck. I can't think of another item of clothing that that became part of uh, acceptable society in day to day than the baseball hat. Sure. Like you don't walk around wearing catcher's gloves or, <laughs> or basketball shoulder, or shoulder shorts shoulder pads or shoulder pads. <laughs> the baseball hat is uh, simultaneously very efficient at keeping some of the sun out of your face. Yep, and it looks good with certain outfits. Certain outfits. Sure. Um, they don't wear other kinds of hats. They don't wear bowlers or brimmed hats or fedoras, fedoras yeah. which I'd kind of be okay with, too. I wouldn't mind a, a baseball fedora. Baseball fedora, but something very specifically about the baseball hat is kind of athletic. Uh, it can be, it, it's very, uh, it has multiple purposes. It's very, now, Bill, it's very flexible. Bill, this it's fine, fungible. This fine, <laughs> this fine thing is not the baseball hat. Oh, right. The fine oh, right. thing is that baseball players wear baseball hats. Okay, that's where you lose me. <laughs> so I guess I was thinking that it's better they wear baseball hats than 
like sombreros or cowboy hats or <laughs> Indiana Jones hats or fedoras? You think they have to? Do they have to wear a baseball hat? Um, I think they do. Or yeah. hats, period. I think they're required, yeah. To wear the hats. Yes. They have to wear something on their heads, yes. It has to be the, that hat. It's like brand promotion, and it's sure. they, they have to wear it. It's a required piece of equipment. Would football players wear hats if they didn't have to wear helmets? <laughs> it's a strange question. Well, because it's a function thing, right? Where they, they wore it to the visor to keep the sun out of their eyes. Right. So you're saying if football players <laughs> were not at risk of concussions anymore and sure. did not have to wear helmets, would they then wear hats? Like, they don't wear hats in soccer. Right. They don't yeah, wear hats I don't, in rugby. I don't feel like they would wear hats. They'd blow off? Yeah, I think because they have to constantly be looking like up and behind them and yeah. see where the ball's going. I feel like they probably wouldn't. Okay. Wide receivers wouldn't. No, certainly not. Yeah, and then like hands would be getting. That's why I don't know how baseball players do it. I don't know how baseball players like outfielders wear a hat and still manage to like run and well, most of the look time up and catch them. around. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you can run with a hat on. I wonder if you could wear it hat backwards. I don't think you I can. don't think so. I think you have to wear the hat front ways. What do you think about the hat backwards? Uh, um, it almost. Well, I don't like the look of a hat on my head. But I don't mind the look of a backwards hat on my head. But I don't wear it because it's kind of like douchey at the same time. I don't know. It 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 is it. I don't love the backwards hat. I think it was cooler a long time ago. Right. Um, I typically go front ways with the hat. Uh, I don't. I, I guess I don't mind it necessarily. It there is the weird, uh, douchey white guy in. Uh, like salmon pants and a like button down and Oakley sunglasses and puka shell necklace with a backwards hat that like turns me <laughs> off. I'm like, just stop it. It's not cool. Stop combining everything. Like, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't love it. I don't, I, I could go either way on the backwards hat, I guess. Okay. I typically go front ways. Usher, um, I believe it's Usher. He, mm-hmm. he wore like, he wears like a nice suit, but then also wears a hat. Usually, I think it's in like an Atlanta Braves hat. I think that's fine. I think if you can pull it off, hat and a suit, go for it. Yeah, but you got to be able to pull it off because you're treading on thin ice. So that's how. That's always the funny part is like when a team wins a championship and the owner comes out and they have to put on like put on the they, dumb hat. they the put on the hat. hat. They're wearing like a suit and they have to put on the hat. Those hats are always terrible too. Yeah, the championship hats. Yeah, the only good sports hats are just the team primary color hats. All the extra hats. With like alternate logos and like cool sayings, the black like, on black hats, or like the black hat with the black logo, is I was, really weird. I was recently in the the uh, New England Patriots pro shop up in Foxborough because oh. we were going. We went to Trader Joe's, which uh, not on my list of fine things. Trader Joe's, fine thing. Um, Did you get more Tom Brady out of it. I didn't. Well, I'm not measuring. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll have to find out. <laughs> and they had they have a big thirty foot high cylinder that must have a circumference of 70 feet of just hats what and they're all they're all terrible there's the only good one in there is the all blue one with the patriots logo on it sure there's other ones with like a big written out patriots it's ugly and like yeah i don't like just i don't like like words on my hat yeah i I need a basic hat with just maybe a logo on it you you have any baseball hats i do what what kind of baseball hats you got i have the the patriots one i have Mm -hmm. um i have a celtics one that was just like all white with the green Shamrock on it. It's not bad. I don't think I've ever seen. I don't have too many hats. Yeah, my uh, my I used to have a whole lot of hats, but not anymore. I've just got one. I've got a brown uh, hat for Fiddlehead Brewery out of Vermont, which I like a bunch. Um, Other than that, my head is huge. So yeah, that's the thing. The fatter my face has gotten, the less I've wanted to put a hat on because I feel like a hat just makes it so much more obvious that I have a big head. I don't know about that. Um, 
it's kind of a I don't know. Like when they say for people with round fat faces that you don't want your hat. you want your hair and the just generally the top of your head to be like as high as possible to make your face look as thin as possible. Okay, that makes sense. So a hat sure. kind of uh sure. just accent accent I can't say it. Accentuates <laughs> accentuates <laughs> the roundness. <laughs> the roundness. <laughs> Shut up. All right. I can't. I can't wear most hats. I stay away from hats because the actual circumference of my, my skull is huge. Really. And even like the fitted hats, at they're the biggest size available in shops. Mm-hmm. Typically, I'm sure there's like triple XLs out there. Is like an extra large. And that just barely can squeeze on, and it's what? is so tight it gives me a headache. Yeah, huh. people don't believe me, but it's true. I just yeah, I don't it. believe you. I'd be, I'd be, I want to see that someday. I'll show, I, I Next time we're at a hat place. All right, that's my first fine thing: is that baseball players wear baseball hats. <laughs> okay, so my first fine thing. Uh, this is this one's terribly dumb, but I've done a lot of traveling the past few weeks. I've had to go kind of back and forth to Maryland for work. Mm-hmm. Um, so from Rhode Island to Maryland, so I've had to take a lot of Ubers. Okay. So one thing that this just kind of amused me, I don't know why, um, but the Uber app is really good on the phone. Like it shows where the car is at. Yeah. It and it shows it in pretty real time, like it getting closer to you and things like that. So one time I I got picked up, I got put in the car, and I you got put in the car. <laughs> <laughs> he came around the side, he picked you up. You, you pay a little extra, and they actually pick you up and, and put you, put you in the car. car. They sure. buckle you up, they tuck you in. They read your story and then they drive. <laughs> um, so, no. So once the car started driving, I, I actually... Oh, that's why they call it Lyft. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Uber. I don't know what they were thinking. Yep. Um, so I actually like uh, turned off the display on my phone because mm-hmm. I no longer needed it once I got in the car. Sure. I turned it back on like two minutes later and Lyft was... I'm Sorry, not Lyft. Uber was still open. And the car had to like catch up to what was happening, so my so the car on my screen just like slid across like over a lake <laughs> and through a couple houses, okay, and through a couple streets, and just that sliding. That's my first fine thing. It made me laugh. It made me <laughs> giggle because I was like, "Oh, the car just moved!" Like I was like, "It was I don't know. It was, this is a dumb one. I told you it was dumb. It's pretty dumb. It's a dumb one." <laughs> Uh, I do Lyft over Uber. Do you? Yeah. Oh, right. I know why. Just because of their policies and stuff? Yeah, pretty much. The service is all the same. Most of the people do both. Right. Like, most just have their little, they just flip a thing. Right. Uh, I thought about doing it. Driver? I think everyone has, because it just seems really easy to do. Yeah, my car is is new enough, and... That I that I could pull it off, like I could pass the inspection and stuff, mm-hmm. but it just seems, just, eh. yeah. And also, just all the money you have to pay on your car. And yeah, I like my car. I don't want to beat it up that yeah, badly. Yeah, that's exactly right. But uh, oh, things don't go well. Sure, I'll pick it up. Sure, it's, it seems like a really good way to to make extra bucks. And that's it. Great. That's all I got. <laughs> that's maybe the dumbest fine thing I've ever had. But yeah. hey, it's perfectly fine. So, what would you call that? I would call that um, the car animation within the Uber app. Yeah, the car motion. An- the car animation within the Uber app motion after catching up. It's a very long title. Whoever whoever's filling out our wiki is going to have a hard time uh, putting that in the old wiki. Do we have a wiki? <laughs> no, we can get one though. Sure. Uh... Foolish the wiki. 
My next fine thing is... I don't know if it's old-timey, but I'll, I consider it old-timey because oh. uh, not many people do it. Oh, uh, I think it's gone away in our society uh, to the detriment of everyone. Is an old-timey politeness. Oh, okay. I try to be very polite. I don't want to say this like I'm ramping myself up or, or speaking well, but I say yes, sir. My second fine thing is me. Me, I'm just great. I'm the best. <laughs> I say yes, sirs, and yes, please, and thank yous to... I always throw sirs and ma'ams and stuff in, in daily interactions. Okay. And... I hold the doors open for people. Right. And this was taught to me by other people. Like I had a I had a boss, my former company CEO. It was just his thing and it went through the whole department. He held the door open for everybody. Hmm. Every time you were going crossing a threshold with him, he would hold the door open for you. That's nice. No matter who it was. And what I found was so did everyone else that worked under him. Right. That kind of thing spreads, you yeah. know? And it's just uh I think general politeness also just spreads. I started doing the yes pleases and the thank yous and the yes sirs and the yes ma'ams after a def- different friend of mine always does that. Like, I, that's a that's a polite way of talking. I think I'm going to do that talking. too. And uh, being polite, it's just, it's just, we could use more politeness. Start fucking being polite, you assholes. What do you feel is the most, like, do you feel it's just generally disregarded all around now? Or do you, is there like a certain action that you feel just people don't do anymore? I don't, there's not enough, um... Um, people, uh, yeah, there's just not enough, and I don't mean play like I don't say, "Hey, how you doing? How's your day?" and all that kind of stuff because I'm generally yeah, socially I, I, awkward. Y- yeah, I, I don't like walking by people and just being like, "Hey, how's it going?" Yeah, I feel um, like if you make eye contact with them, give them a smile. you give them like a, little, a smile or a little nod or something like that. Is there anything worse than the you're in a on a sidewalk or a hallway, seventy yards away from one person? Yep. And you're, when do you say the hello? At 50 yards? Do you wait until 10 yards? I, I wait till like 10. Yeah. I, wait, I wait till like, you, I say hello. You do the and phone look for the first A second later, yards. you're by the person. Yeah, that's, uh, I think it happens most often in, I see it in like customer service situations. Sure. Not on, not on the part of the person providing the service, but on the customer. Mm. Like the one, the, the person will, they, they're mandated to say, you know, okay, thanks. Have a nice day. And they rarely get them. They'll get a, they never get like a you too, thank you very much. Or just huh. so I, I in with thank yous. I think we there's not enough thank yous. Okay. So I think more thank yous, being polite, that kind of thing. Does chivalry go into that? Uh, in certain ways, chivalry can be garbage in certain situations. Okay. But I think we could use more chivalry. I think. Uh, yeah, I think certainly that could go into it. Okay. If you do, it's like that's a this. We're getting a little too not foolish. <laughs> yeah, uh, there, there. I can bring it back. There's, there's chivalry and there's uh, treating women as lesser. You know. Oh yeah, we're really getting not foolish. Yeah. So let's not get there too much. Um, I have a better question. Sure. So the thing that's always uh, flummoxed me is what is the proper distance? Like you're holding a door. Like, what's the proper distance to where I can say, oh, that person's too far away. I, I'm not going to hold, hold the door. I think if you're within general speaking volume. Okay. If you don't have to, to kind of, hey, should I, if you, if you can just kind of. Yeah. I think within, I don't know, what's that, 20 feet maybe? Probably. If it's. Yeah. There's just that weird distance where sometimes you get to it and I'm like, oh, if I hold this, I'm going to be here for a little while. A if I don't time. hold it, I'm going to feel kind of like kind of a jerk. You've got to commit pretty quickly to that. You've yeah. got to make the decision. Yeah, and if you don't commit pretty quickly, then you're you're gonna have to hold the door. You're just right. gonna—that's the way you have to go. It depends. Also, if the other person is holding something, 
Yeah, or the age of the person, mm-hmm. I think, matters, too. Yeah. If it's an older lady, I'll uh, keep it open. Yeah, I think you just got to kind of play it by ear. It is I a would, weird yeah. thing, though. But, uh, yeah, I would start... Thank yous and hold, door, hold doors open for people. Not just the push. Not the back push. <laughs> the back push is nice. You go through the door, you push it open. Right. But the full holds. The full, you step in front of the person, you open the door, and you hold it for the whole group. Right. And then everyone passes, then you go in. That's a... Uh, that's nice. Yeah, it's a nice gesture. It's good. All right. Ma'am's a little shaky for me. Ma'am is shaky. I've called I've called people ma'am and they some people will tell you that they don't like it, that it makes them feel old. Yeah, I do it yeah, I guess ma'am is tough. Ma'am is tough. My stepmom hates being called ma'am. Yeah, ma'am is tough. Sir is easier than ma'am, and maybe it's Yeah, I don't know why it's sir, across, sir, it's doesn't, sir doesn't thing. have that age connotation to it for some ma'am reason. Does. Ma'am yeah, does. that's unfortunate. And there isn't another you can't say lady. You can't say miss. A lady. Like miss doesn't miss sound bad. right either. Uh, this is why... Lady. <laughs> you know what we need? We need a... F- Obviously, we need to be more diverse in the show. We need a foolish lady. <laughs> we need a foolish lady? A foolish the podcast lady. Oh. A woman, a woman to whom we can posit the general questions of this. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll have to get one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded wrong. That sounded a little wrong. Okay. No, hey, I don't know what's wrong with saying we need a foolish lady around here. No, I mean just saying we need to get one of those. <laughs> like they're on a shelf. Anyway, um, all right, so my second fine thing. Mm-hmm. Um, foolish is coming back, baby. This one's pretty foolish. My, the beginnings of infomercials are great. Sure. Every infomercial almost starts the same way. So I love the black and white. So the beginning of an infomercial is the most desperate, terrible life scenario that a person could ever, ever, ever have. Yeah, like opening a jar. Opening a jar. So, yeah, let's say you have a product that's a great jar opener. How can you make your product appear great if you don't show the troubles and the hurdles that these people need to overcome? Sure. So the beginning of the infomercial is going to be black and white. The person's going to be opening the jar. Yeah. (laughs) They're going to be flailing around. They can't open this jar, Chuck. They're in pain. Mm -hmm. They're they're grunting. They're squeezing. They're tough. They they do the exaggerated. They try to squeeze it and they can't. They shake the wrist out. Oh, God, it hurts so bad. (laughs) I'm I'm straining so hard. Or you know what happens? They open it. And they try too hard, and they spill the salsa. Oh all yeah, over or it shows everywhere. Just terrible things happen at the beginning of infomercials. <laughs> it's always hilarious because it's so dumb. The snuggy one is maybe my favorite. What's the snuggy one? When regular blankets give you two, t- and the person's just like, oh god, they're, they're just like kicking their the feet. They're trying to like cover themselves with the blanket, and they just can't do it. <laughs> the people in inf- infomercials are. Um ridiculously incompetent at general <laughs> They're terrible. Uh, I feel like there are YouTube mixes of that. There probably is, I'm sure. Uh, Doors giving you trouble? <laughs> they just open the door, it falls knob, apart. Just walk right into it. Sure. Yeah, uh, you see infomercials much less nowadays. Yeah. I think kids today... Listen, we're 30. We're old. <laughs> Whippersnappers. Kids today... With all their YouTube ads and their yep. Hulu spots, don't know that infomercials used to be seventy percent of the stuff on TV. Yeah, it was a lot. That's not the case anymore. When do you see like actual dedicated hour-long? I've bought an hour of stuff to pitch this product. It's like in the mornings on the 
local channels? I was going to say, the only time I see it is we have our local sports channels. And yeah, but from like noon to like 3 or 4 p.m. It's the, just like the yeah the magic bullet. Yep, the magic bullet, the all that Ron Pompey stuff or whatever that it, like the, uh, the set it and forget it guy, that guy. The chicken? The rotisserie chicken. Like, I, I, Bill, I'll tell you. You set it and then you forget it. My mom had the rotisserie chicken thingy. Did she? I don't know if it was that one. Okay. But she had one of them. It's fucking awesome. Was it? <laughs> it was great. <laughs> you just stab the chicken. You put it on the thing. You put it in. You forget about it. Yeah. It bings. Yep. The chicken is great. It really <laughs> makes good chicken. All right. I don't know if it's, which, this is a long time ago. That should have been our sponsor. It was uh the chicken thing. Wh- what other infomercial products have you purchased, if any ever, and were any of them any good? I'll start with the ShamWow. The ShamWow was a piece of garbage. Did you get a ShamWow? I did get a ShamWow. It didn't do jack shit for me. It was just a bulky paper towel. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a towel. Yeah, it was not great. <laughs> the guy would, like, dump it in a bowl and it would soak up all the liquid. I did not have that same experience. Sure. Uh, OxyClean is great. OxyClean's pretty OxyClean good. OxyClean worked. I found that none of the... There was one of, one of them a long time ago. Was a mop. <laughs> and it was it was probably made out of this, it was probably they said a space age technology developed by NASA or something. Oh, I don't it was like this a one. blue foam mop. Oh. And then you push a handle down and two rollers squeezed the mop. Oh right, yes. And they it was the most incredible mop in the world. Basically they just had three they just had slabs of tile that they would roll out mm-hmm. and then they would pour soda on it. And yep. say, look at it, clean up the soda. <laughs> then they would pour pull out a new slab of tile and pour ketchup on it. And it was just the same thing. This picks up different colored liquids equally <laughs> well. Um, the slap chop, that was terrible. The slap chop looked pretty bad. The magic bullet. It's pretty good, actually. It's just a blender. Yeah, it's a blender. But it's good. It's fine. It's fine. It doesn't and do anything. <laughs> no, nothing that a blender won't do. The blender commercials are always the worst, though, because they just say in three seconds you can have homemade nacho stuff. They'll just go like in three. The magic bullet thing was always you just press it three times. And you're oh done. right, yeah. It's like in three seconds you can have nachos. Like no, you can't. No, and I wouldn't want it that fast. Because you got to put the cheese and the pepper, everything. You, you three times, then you got to. Yeah, they make the assumption it. that you've done a lot of preparation <laughs> already, <laughs> and then three seconds is right. one step of that preparation. Uh, they they are oddly effective, as ridiculous as they are, infomercials. They they do work like sometimes. Especially the long ones. You like sometimes. You ever like watch an infomercial for twenty minutes and then kind of like snap out of it and be like, "What the hell am I doing?" I haven't in a long time. Um, but certainly, I think it's just maybe it's like torture. It's like slow torture. You get Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Like, this I've been told this is good so many times. It must be. Yeah, the newest one I've seen is for like that power pressure cooker, which actually seems really good, <laughs> and is getting actually pretty good reviews. What's the power pressure cooker? It's a pressure cooker. Uh-huh. <laughs> you ever see a pressure cooker? Yep. This is just a pressure cooker. Okay. <laughs> it's a power pressure cooker. <laughs> it's a power pressure cooker. The other good one, uh, which got me through college, uh, was the Forming Grill. Oh, yeah. Forming Grill was awesome. I haven't used a Forming Grill in a very long time. Right. But in college, we had the, the double wide, mm-hmm. the big Forming Grill with adjustable heat temperatures, you know, because you could set it at different... Uh, degrees uh sure. we cooked everything on that thing wow 
we just basically we don't want you to like chicken breasts or burgers or the stuff. Fat just dripped off. Well, the fat dripped into a little drippy pan. I uh, hated cleaning that that thing. It was kind of a pain about to clean, but the former- and if you didn't, if you made the mistake and didn't clean it, and then the fat would uh, coagulate. Oh yeah, was, yeah, no, it was really bad. Yep. Uh, but the Foreman grill was pretty awesome. Yeah, I got no no problem with the Foreman grill. Okay. I yeah. miss Billy Mays. Hmm, There's no like good Mays. hosts anymore for like Billy Mays was just like the guy. There must be. We just don't know who they are because we don't really watch them anymore. But- and I think they just get like different people each time. They should get, like, actual celebrities. It would be great. Right? But they can't afford real celebrities. Or like, I would want, like, D-level celebrities. Like, get like like Scott Baio. <laughs> like, Scott Baio doing an infomercial would be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be down with that. You can get, like, Food Steven Network people. Seagal. You couldn't get Food Network people. God. You couldn't get uh, what Bobby Flay to do a, the Slap Chop. <laughs> What's he doing that's so important that he can't? cooking shit yeah he probably has knife endorsements yeah he probably can't use a slap chop oh that was a lot of good infomercials too the knife ones there's always the ginsu knife and the uh there was that one blade that was long and serrated that could cut through anything in the world they would cut through like a cardboard box and be like this is really sharp i think my mom had one of those too (laughs) i don't remember being any good or not yeah infomercials all right well you said specifically the beginning of the beginning of infomercials yeah that that moment of desperation the incompetence (laughs) It's tough to use forks, Chuck. <laughs> All right, that gets me to my third fine thing, which, um, Bill, how do you eat an Oreo? This is not a trick question. That is, I'm asking you, how do you eat an Oreo? So I typically dip the whole thing in milk until thing it's in- until it's submerged for like a good five or six seconds. So usually there's like bubbles come up when you first submerge it mm-hmm. in the milk. I usually wait till the bubble stops. So you wait then, till the, it's nice and mushy. Yeah, yeah. I like to where it state. There's like a perfect amount where it's still whole. Like I could still pick it up and it doesn't crumble, but it's mushy. Yeah, uh, that's 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 the that is the correct answer. That's the best way to eat an Oreo. Yep. But perfectly separating an Oreo, so you get all, the, <laughs> so you get all the cream on the one side and just the the little film on the other. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. There it is. <laughs> good. <laughs> that's my fine thing. It's perfectly separating an Oreo. Um, yeah, which, I, which, I knew a person that that hate that did it that. Would always separate it and would always just lick the, uh, mm-hmm. would completely uh, lick off all the cream. That's a little like, gross. Like, would actually, like, scrape their teeth <laughs> on it, like, to, to completely get the cream. <laughs> Sorry. No, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> well, I don't know why that and, grosses me out. It's just eating. And then would dip the, the, the creamless two chocolate husks. <laughs> uh, we're also not brought to you by Oreo. No. But they are, the, it is the best, uh, that's not the best cookie. Oh, this it's, is really it's the ironic. best cheap cookie. It's really ironic based on my third fine thing. Really? Yeah. What's your third fine thing? Wait, well, well before you get here for third fine thing. Yeah, no. Am I correct in saying it's the best cheap cookie? The best cheap cookie? Yeah. Are we counting like cookie dough that you can buy and make cookies with? Sure. Because that's my favorite. I'll count that. My favorite is buying chocolate chip cookie dough and making, making, the, a, making, making the cookies. The, yeah, and eating the soft chocolate chip cookies right out of the oven. You take those over an Oreo? Yeah, I think you're wrong on that one, but that's okay. It takes it takes more time to prepare, so there's yeah. pros and cons. But I don't put Oreos over a, a Milano. No, Pepperidge Farm Milano cookies, I think, are the best cookies. Ooh, interesting. See, I'm not I'm not a classy guy. I don't like uh. You don't like the Pepperidge Farm? They're fine, but those are my favorite. The Milanos, the mint Milanos. Oh yeah, that's where it's at. Because hmm. they th- that that dipping is the best dipping experience in the milk. The Milano. 
Yeah, mint. I don't get mint people. I'm a mint person, Bill. You're a mint person. Yeah, I'm I didn't on, even know that. Yeah, big, big, big into Andy's. I don't mint. think we can do this podcast anymore. Andy's mint, my favorite candy, probably. <laughs> the Andy's mint. What? Yeah, your favorite candy? It's probably an Andy's mint. You've had a lot of crazy candy uh, theories Takes recently. I know. I'm sorry about that. Oh man. Let's move on. What's your What's your final fine thing? <laughs> you like York peppermint patties? No. Okay. Not particularly. Okay. Yeah, I can't. Not high enough uh, chocolate to mint ratio. Too much mint in New York. <laughs> All right. So my uh, my third fine thing is actually just um, so it's not. It's just due to the variety is M and M's. So M and M's. I especially because Halloween just passed. Sure. Their variety is incredible. What do we got now? We got your regular. You have regular sized M and M's. You have mini sized M and M's. They just nice. introduced mega size M and M's, which are like three times the size of a normal M and M. So they're like big. They're like a quarter, like about the size of a quarter. Yep. I actually pulled up a list on Wikipedia of the amount of fillings that the M and M has. Let's hear. Would you like me to list them? Yeah. Oh, can I guess and see how many I don't? See? Let's let me guess. Sure. And then we'll see what I miss. Sure. So we got your regular. We're counting minis. Like your, your milk chocolate. Minis on that list? Yeah. So I, I so gave you, I gave you the sizes. Regular, mini, mega. I'm not going to do sizes. Now I'm we're going to talk about fillings. the fillings. So we got plain. Yep, you got your milk chocolate. Did we get a dark chocolate? There's a dark chocolate. We got peanut? Uh, there's peanut, yeah. Do we have a dark chocolate peanut? Ooh, yes, we do. Wow. <laughs> you got a caramel? Yep. You got a peanut butter? Yep. Got a pretzel? Yes. Do we have an almond? Um, we do. I saw them. Yes. Do we have a a, a rice crispy M M&M? and M? Um, there's got to be. I feel like the pretzel's kind of close to that. Yeah, I don't see one. How many more guesses do I get? How many? How many? Am I? There's still a bunch more. There's like the list is like forty. No kidding. All right, hold on. Uh. Do we have a... Did I say caramel? Yes. A nougat? Do we have a nougat M&M? Ooh. Do I see nougat? Um, no, I don't see nougat. Wow. Um, I'm kind of There wrong. was like the M&M crispy, which I don't know what that was. I think that was like but, a rice crispy. Yeah. Do so, we have a Whopper M&M? A malt? No. What is going on with M&Ms? Coconut. Let me, let me read the list. Sure. Yeah, they do have coconut. Okay. Gross. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that one. Milk chocolate, dark chocolate, white chocolate, peanuts, mm-hmm. almonds, mm-hmm. peanut butter, mm-hmm. dark chocolate peanut, mm-hmm. strawberry peanut butter, Goo. strawberry nut, Ugh. mint chocolate, okay, cinnamon, mm. which I don't get, no, pumpkin spice, Goo. white chocolate peppermint, sure, holiday mint, okay, gingerbread, what? I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> mint crisp, okay, pumpkin spice latte, yep, mocha. Okay. Coffee nut. Where the fuck are the... Okay. <laughs> Honey nut. <laughs> Chili nut. <laughs> Orange chocolate. <laughs> cherry. Mm-hmm. Raspberry. Mm-hmm. Cherry cordial. Mm-hmm. Pineapple. Mm-hmm. Coconut. Mm-hmm. Candy apple. Mm-hmm. Pretzel. Mm-hmm. Birthday cake. Mm-hmm. White chocolate Wait. candy corn. Birthday cake? Yeah, birthday cake. <laughs> <laughs> Back up. Birthday cake. Yep. White chocolate candy corn. I don't know what that means, okay? I don't know either. Red velvet. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I, oh, Dolce de Leche. Dolce de Leche? Yeah, thank you. Sure. White chocolate carrot cake. These are M&M's. Yes. Okay. Uh, vanilla shake. Okay. Crispy. 
which we said. Okay. Uh, tres leches. Tres leches. Three milks. Yeah. <laughs> Pecan pie. Okay. And caramel. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting because the best M&M is the peanut M&M. Yeah, I've been addicted to the peanut butter one lately. But yes, the peanut one is solid. Peanut butter M&M over a Reese PC? Uh, lately, yeah. A Reese PC. A Reese's piece? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds terrible. Uh, so some of these, I think, were like limited time ones. Yeah, and I bet some um, of them There was like... also white, uh, white cheesecake for Easter. Okay. I bet some of them were just in the M&M store, you know? Yeah. They got one of those in New York. So if I search M&M candy corn, I'm just curious if that like is even purchasable. But yeah, and M&Ms, I just chose M&Ms based on the like just crazy variety. Oh yeah, there are bags of candy corn M&Ms for sale. Well, that all sounds terrible. They, the peanut's fine. The peanut's the best. Yeah. The gap between peanut and plain is is uh is insane. Right? Like it's not even close. Right. Well, peanut's better than all of them. Uh, peanuts pretty good. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, plain ones are just whatever. But yeah, I do like a little variety in it. And fine, like most candies, you look at things and just say, "Well, do more with it." Like these guys are like, "Well, we have a, a shell. Mm-hmm. We just fill it with a bunch of crap." <laughs> That's what they've done. Uh, Oreos do the same thing. Actually, there are like eight million flavors of Oreos too. Just the regulars, the best. Yeah. The uh, I, I do like my favorite candy coated chocolate is the Cadbury Mini Egg. Oh, the yeah. Cadbury mini egg is incredible. Oh, there's a cookies and cream M&M, too. Sure. It's <laughs> a whole lot of them. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. Those are some fine things. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of the perfect candy. You just take a shell uh-huh. and you just fill it with stuff. Sure. Pretty simple. How do they fill it? Good night, everybody. <laughs>